Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life Redefined Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Nicole. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging women who have experienced pain and brokenness, reassuring them that they have the power and strength to redefine their life and be healed, renewed, and restored. Welcome to the show. Hey ladies, welcome back to Life Redefined Podcast. I am so glad you decided to tune in on today. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe and follow this podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life Redefined Podcast or my Facebook page at Life Redefined Podcast. Today I want to talk about being single after going through a breakup or divorce. I just want to share a little bit about what I've experienced and also share with you um, how I've navigated thus far in my singleness journey. And yes, it is a journey. Um, Personally, I think that being single after a divorce is definitely different um, from being single without ever being married. Being divorced gives you a set of experiences that um, single people just haven't experienced. And if you were married for a good number of years, suddenly um, being single again can be very scary. I know for me, I didn't go into marriage thinking that I would ever get divorced. So it was never an option for me. Um, I was raised by two loving parents who are still married to this day. Uh, So my perception of marriage was that you stay together and work things out. I never thought that my marriage would fail. So I found myself four years ago in a foreign place, a place where I didn't want to be, a place that was so uncomfortable uh, for me, it was overwhelming. Like I've mentioned before in a previous episode, um, I have been married to my husband for 18 years, and now I found myself in an an unfamiliar territory. Um, Up until four years ago, I was with him my entire adult, adult life, and I had no clue how to date. When I tell you no clue, I mean no clue. It's really just a different world out there. And marriage really isolates you from um, what's going on the other side, so to speak. So now here I am like a fish out of water. I remember um, talking to some of my close friends who are also um, either newly divorced or have been single for a while. And they would share with me their dating stories. And when I tell you some of their stories were just simply horrifying, I think some of the worst stories that I've heard were about um, their online dating experiences. And I was just horrified listening to them. And and please don't get me wrong. I also know um, a lot of women who met men online that are now married to them or who are dating and um, they have a great relationship. So I'm not bashing online dating or speaking negatively about it, not in the least bit. I'm just saying that some of the stories that were shared with me, um, whether they were about online dating or blind dates or whatever the case may be, they were kind of crazy and it caused me to be very leery of the dating scene. Um, I even have um, a couple of crazy stories Um, about a year after my divorce, this guy that I've known for years inboxed me. Um, We started chatting back and forth. And after a week or so of talking, he asked me out on a date. I was a little hesitant because like I said, I've known him for years and um, I had never looked at him in that way. But I decided to say yes, because I thought it would be safe 
um, since I knew him. Anyway, we went out to dinner uh, and then we hung out at another spot and after dinner and the evening was very nice. We continued to talk on the phone, um, trying to get to know each other a little better. I thought I had asked all the important questions, right? Um, I knew uh, he was divorced, so I knew he wasn't married. So I asked him if he had, he had um, if he was currently seeing anyone or if he was in a relationship. He told me no, and I believed him. You know, I thought that because um, we already knew each other, he would tell me the truth. So, um, like I said, we continued to converse over the phone. And one day I received multiple crazy text messages from this woman um, saying that um, he was her man. And she went on to give me explicit details of what they did the night before. And it was just ridiculous. Of course, I didn't respond back to her because I was in no way, shape or form invested in him like that. But I did proceed to call him and share with him the messages that were sent to me and told him not to contact me um, again. Of course, he tried to weasel his way out of the situation and deny whatever the woman had told me. But I soon found out that he was not only in a relationship with this woman, he was living with her. So it was just too much drama for me. Um. So yeah, th um, that was just one of my crazy um experiences that I've had. And ladies, I'm sure some of you can write a book about your dating um experiences because it can be crazy out here. And I know I'm not the only one who has some peculiar um situations happen. Anyway, I just want to take some time out to share with you some of the steps that I took um, as I try to navigate through this season of my life and hopefully something that I say will help some of you ladies out there and encourage those of you who are um, navigating through a new tour new territory as well and one of the first things that I did was I made a list of what I desired it's so important to know what you want ladies um, and to value your standards and not compromise those standards so um, I wrote down all of the characteristics that I desired in a husband. Yes, I said husband because I do desire to be married again one day. I don't want to be single for the rest of my life. And I know there are many women out there that have been through a bad split or divorce or bad breakup and have been so traumatized by your experiences that you're saying, I'll never get married again. Um, that's not for me or I'm just better off being single. And that's okay if you feel that way. But then there are those that do desire to give marriage another try. And um, there are also some women who've never been married. And marriage might be a desire of your heart. So anyway, I made a list of characteristics that I desired my future husband to have. And ladies, it's important to be honest with yourself when creating this list and to be as detailed as possible. Um, don't just list superficial things, though, like, oh, um, his physique or um, the car that he drives or um, he's got to have a certain amount of money in his bank account. Of course, all those things are great, but um, are you praying about his character? Do you desire a man um, that has a relationship with God who could pray for you and cover you, prioritize you, have pure intentions towards you? What about his values? 
Sometimes I think we're too busy caring about what the outside of a person looks like, that we neglect to see a person, um, who a person really is on the inside. You never know. You might have crossed paths with your soulmate, but you've put him in the friend zone because he doesn't meet all of your surface criteria. And please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying date someone you're not physically attracted to. I'm just saying that looks shouldn't be the only thing that's important. So once you've created your list, pray to God about it. I was reading something online um, a while back. I had found a prayer that a woman had posted um, that she prayed and it was a prayer to God for her future husband. So I liked the prayer, but I wanted to write my own prayer out. You know, I didn't want to copy someone else's prayer. And I know that um, right now there's a lot of talk about Sierra's prayer. Everyone is praying her prayer and I'm not throwing any shade to that, but I really don't understand why you would pray someone else's prayer that they tailored for their future husband. You can go to God for yourself and ask him to send you who he has for you. Pray for the husband that God has specifically created for you. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open, right? So we can go boldly to God and ask. The Bible also says in 1 John 5 and 14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So it's okay to go to God in faith and ask him for what you desire. Anyway, so I wrote my prayer down in my journal and I would pray it out loud to God um, multiple times a week and just talk to him candidly about what I desired in a husband. And I'm still continuing to pray um, because he hasn't sent my husband to me yet. So until he does, I'll continue to pray in faith. Another thing I did was I read a lot of books and listened um, to a lot of messages about relationships. I also took the first year after my divorce to just learn about myself. I made time for myself and really just learned about Tiffany. I think that we as women sometimes make the mistake of depending on a man to make us happy or to fill a void in us in some way. And honestly, we should never give anyone that type of responsibility. You are responsible for your own happiness. Um, I took myself out on dates, went to the movies alone, went out to eat alone. And let me tell you, it was great. I had never done that before. And I began to love being with just me. Um, Some women feel like they just can't be alone or um, don't like being alone. They have to have someone around them or man around them at all times. But if you don't like being with you, how in the world is anyone else going to like being with you? Your happiness should never be contingent upon someone else. You should be able to be happy all by yourself. And being alone doesn't mean you're lonely. There is a difference. If you look at the definition of alone, it simply means having no one else present. The definition for lonely, however, is being sad because one has no friends or company. So one can be alone and very content. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are lonely. I have to be honest, though, um, it took a while for me to adjust 
um, because I was so used um, to being in wife mode and mother mode. I think the hardest thing I had to get used to was having an empty spot next to me in my bed. That was a huge change for me to adjust to. Also, um, having to split the time I had with my children, with their father. Um, I had to adapt to being in the house without um, them for a certain amount of days. And that was extremely rough. However, um, I truly learned how to utilize that alone time and take time out for me. I think that was um, really one of the key first steps in my healing process. Please know that um, there's nothing wrong with the season that you're in, ladies. Some women look at their single status as a negative because they feel as if they're running out of time. I think you should change your perspective concerning that, though. Take this time in your life to get closer to God and seek his face about your purpose. We were all born with purpose in us. This season in your life is a perfect opportunity to tap into what God has placed inside of you if you haven't done so already. So take this time to pray more, study his word more. Um, take that alone time and spend it with your creator. He wants to hear from you. He wants to spend more time with you. Um, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you can get so distracted. Um, a lot of time and energy goes into that person Um or if you're married into your family, and oftentimes your alone time with God is um, compromised. Um, being single frees up a lot of your time. So you can focus more on having a better relationship um, with God with less distractions. You can also look at um, your goals and the things that you want to accomplish in life and pursue them head on. Start that business that you've been putting off. Go back to school and pursue that degree. Take advantage um, of this time in your life to work on things that you desire to accomplish. And ladies, you decide when you're ready to date. Don't feel pressured into going out or moving too fast. Sometimes it's so easy to jump into um, something too quickly because we're lonely and we miss that companionship. And we fall right away for someone who is giving us attention or makes us feel wanted. Also, I feel it's not wise to start dating before you deal with the hurt from your divorce or past relationship. If that residue isn't cleared, it could stain your next potential relationship. I know we all have baggage, but it's best not to bring the baggage of divorce or a broken relationship into anything new. It just wouldn't be fair um, to that new person in your life. When you do feel like you're ready, be intentional. I am a firm believer of intentional dating. Be clear on what um, you want right from the beginning. If you and him don't have the same mindset um, when it comes to what the relationship could look like, then he's not the one for you. Move on. It's okay. For example, if marriage is a goal for you, but in conversation you find out that um, that's not something that he's interested in pursuing, why bother to waste your time um, continuing to converse and go out with him? Now, of course, some people are okay with just 
serial dating, you know, just having fun and going out and getting to know various people, that's okay too. But if you're serious and you want a relationship that will eventually um, lead to more, then you have to maintain that mindset and operate accordingly. I think that um, if you have those honest conversations up front, it will save you from um, a lot of disappointments later. I am also a firm believer that women should not pursue a man. A man should pursue a woman. I feel like men are hunters, right? They like to chase. So we as women shouldn't go around chasing men. Let them chase you, sis. Let them court you. Let them pursue you. And some might say, well, I'm going to just shoot my shot and approach a guy that I find attractive. I'm not saying that's wrong, but if you're more like me, um, reserved and laid back, um, you can be inviting with just the look or your body language. We don't have to necessarily approach a man, but you can make sure you are approachable. So to all the single ladies out there, let's not get weary in this season of our lives. Let's continue to believe and have faith that God will send the right one at just the right time. Remember, God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ever think or ask. So please believe that he's got you and your best interest at heart. Take care, and I'll be talking to you soon. Mm -hmm.